morning, everyone. You are listening to Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Siegel Network. For those of you who don't know me, I'm Naomi Nachman. I'm about all the food, all the time. I love food. I love shopping for it, cooking it, eating at restaurants, anything food-related. I'm a personal chef. My business is called The Aussie Gourmet. Anytime you don't feel like cooking, you can give me a call. Now that my book is into the publisher... I can start with my catering business again. I've actually got an order for this Shabbos. I'm very excited to be back in the kitchen. Not recipe testing, but just doing my own regular recipes for my customers. It's very exciting uh, with the book coming out in just less than three weeks. So it's pretty cool. Um, I'm going to have an amazing show today. I hope you'll tune in every week to all my amazing shows. And we have some guests today that are just so special and I'm very excited to have. As soon as I heard the word Rachel Golzel and kosher chops, I'm like, what? We've got to talk about this. We're going to back it all up. Rachel and I met two years ago at the Camp Nesher, Susie Fishbein Culinary Institute. You know how I work there in the summer? So um, Rachel took some classes and, you know, we cooked together last last year and the year before, this past summer and the year before. And then I hear this rumour. Let me tell you where I heard the rumour, okay, about Chopped. I was in India with your rabbi, Rabbi Lerafeld, on Miriam Schreiber's Kosher Legacy Tours. And he goes, oh, my God. Because he, turns, he was sitting in front of me on the bus. Um, and he, he turns to me and he goes, Naomi, a girl from my shul, is going to be on kosher. Is is a, going to be a contestant on Chopped, like on Food Network? I'm like, what? I, they got another kid on 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 Chopped. That's amazing. I'm going to definitely stay tuned to this. So Elan Cornboom pl- posted, and then I go, what's her name? Rachel Goldsell. I'm like, oh, I know her from Camp Nesher. <laughs> so it was very exciting. So Rachel was with me in camp, and now she's been on Chopped. She won Chopped, and I have her in the studio, so I'm very excited. We're going to talk to her in a minute. Uh, just a little recap. Last week, we were in Israel. Um, it was beyond expectations. I, I did a show from the Shuk with Joel Haber a couple of years ago. We did a walking tour. And Tova, you're next. We're coming for you. Um, so Tova, uh, in, Tova in Israel was also on the show along with Jamie Geller, the, the folks from Inbal Hotel, Daniel Renov, um, Candy Corner in Israel, Amichai Luria. Just it was from Sheila Wines. It was just an action-packed show, um, and you know the background around us was like, you know, not Grand Street. It was the Hilltop Superstition. I thought it was mind-blowing for me. So it was a great, great opportunity. Um, Guys, I've got my book launch coming up. Um, I would like to invite everybody to come. You have to buy a ticket to come to the book launch, but with that, you get small plates dinner. There's going to be about 10 to 12 dishes that you walk around the room trying my food and trying Factory 220's food or... Um, which is at Great Falls Bistro. It's actually, I believe, Great Falls Bistro at Factory 220. Um, And um, there will be, um, if you follow me on Instagram or Facebook, you can see the swipe up to buy tickets. So you get dinner, a wine tasting and a book. It's a $75 value for $75. So like you're literally getting that much worth plus more because there's going to be amazing stuff in the swag bag. So far I can announce Tubi's Honeys. I say it really funny, Tubi, T-U-B-E-E. It's my crazy accent. 
and we have Aussie's spices are going to be in the swag bag. And every week I'm going to announce on Instagram and Facebook all the amazing other um, swag that's going inside. So I hope you will all come. Eventbrite.com is going to have the tickets. You can search it for there or you can go through my uh, social media and find the swipe up. Um, just, And I'm talking a lot in the beginning. Big monologue today. Um, and then we'll jump right into the show. The timer is not on, Yoni. I always have the clock over there, so you have to keep track for me. <laughs> um, we uh, Shout out to the following Netufar Winery, amazing wine. We had some fantastic wines. My husband and I did a wine tasting. So we're going to just quickly go through some Israel restaurants that I recommend everyone try. Harvey's, brilliant. Uh, it's right there in Nishalayim, Nikikatsion. Uh, Papa Melech Cafe, take a workshop. We've had them on the show before talking about their workshop to make sourdough, but now they've opened a cafe in Efrat. Dex in Tiveria, I thought it was great. I ate tuna sandwich at a gas station. It was really good. I want to give that a little shout out. Uh, we had, you know, you're driving along the highways and you see gas stations and malls. You can pull in and get a kosher pizza. It was amazing. And of course, the biggest shout out of all goes to Hatch Beer. You guys rocked it. And amazing beer. They make their own bread for the hot dogs, sausages. Amazing. So make sure you check that out. Hatch Beer is in the shook. Okay, I'm going to stop now and take a breath. <laughs> That was de- definitely a very long monologue for me, even for me who likes to talk. I could talk for the whole hour, but you don't want to hear from me. You want to hear from my amazing guests. It's actually like my first show back in the studio since Yontif because I went from Yontif to Israel and then now here. So we're back here in the studio. So how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. Thank God. You know, it's nice. Nobody ever asked me that. <laughs> you, you're going to be a good interviewer one day. I see that. <laughs> So, so uh, tell us about the the whole beginning. When did you apply for this? So to be on Chopped. So I applied um, around I think November time. It was a few months before winter break, and I, oh, this like, past year. Yeah, uh, yeah, this past year, and I like like I was just looking online. And I'm like, oh, you can apply for Chopped. Like so, like it's regularly online. Like just search up Chopped Junior application. And you'll get the application. It's very simple. It's just like your name, a little bit of information, and then they have like an optional um, video and pictures that you can attach to it. So my friend Dylan came over and we made like a short little video. Oh, so cute. Yeah. I like to see that video. <laughs> Melinda Melinda agrees. <laughs> yeah. So we made this little video and I sent it in and like I was like every single day asking my parents, did you get an email? Did you get an email yet? Like, I was so... And you were 12 at the time? Yes, I was okay. 12 at the time. And then at around January, um, it was right before winter break, my dad, I was sitting in my dad's office and he got like a call like, hi, um, we got Rachel's application. And- did you plots? Dad, dad's here in the studio too. Dad, did you plots? Plots a little. Plots a little. Has he got a microphone that's on? Let, let's put you on the air. Dad's, Boy, dad's joining us. <laughs> I plotted a little, but I knew she was going to get on. Okay. confident. I love that. Awesome. Yeah. And then it, they gave me like a bigger application and then a Skype interview. And then they kept making cuts until Purim time. Like we got a call like Rachel's on the show. And I was so excited. But you couldn't tell anyone, right? No, I cannot tell How anyone. hard is that to keep a secret? It was hard. And I believe you still have secrets you can't tell, right? Yeah. You've got some non-disclosures that yeah. you had to sign. I, I'm sure I had them for Food Fight from the Mishpacha magazines. <laughs> I'm sure you have a lot. Okay, so then what happened? 
So I got accepted, and then they came to me. The first thing is they came to me, and they did the bio pack of, like, if you see in the beginning of the show, it's like a little clip of you at home with your friends and in school. And then... um, Your friend's all excited, right? Yeah, my friends are really (laughs) excited. Um, After that, oh, my parents got me, like, a private chef, Sam Cadco. And he came for, like, a bunch of days, and I, like, worked with him to, like, work on my speed of cooking and just, like, more flavor combinations and creative way to put different foods together. Yeah, Smart. Does everybody know that I'm here, Naomi, by the way? I yeah, know. Melinda Strauss is in the house. You know what? I think we did Hi, it. guys. I think we did it on Instagram. So yeah. I have to – okay, also in the studio, joining I'm, us. I'm like, I want to join in. Yeah. I don't know if anyone knows I'm no, here. No, no, no. It's good. It's good. So so joining us in the studio, we have Rachel Goldsell, winner of Chopped, her dad. Thank you so much, Jeremy, for joining awesome. us. And supportive parents and melinda strauss everybody knows we are like partners in crime <laughs> if you don't know and you're tuning in for the first time through our amazing network here at the nakam single network melinda and i have done work together for the last five six years we met we became foodie friends and then friends in real life where the point where you know our kids hang out her dog loves me you know oh he loves you all that stuff <laughs> um we've my family's gone to her parents house in seattle like we've done it all together i actually have another project for you i have to remind we just spent a whole Ooh. hour and a half car ride together now in three <laughs> And I forgot to mention something. <laughs> so, yeah, we've got projects that we're always working on. So, Melinda is working on the Jewish Food Media Conference. Every year we have her on. She's going to talk about it. But while she's sitting, listening to us, she's going to pipe in as well. Because I can't we're help like, myself. I can't, this is I'm looking at you. I'm like, this kid won chop. No, not kid. <laughs> no, this person. Because it doesn't matter how old you are. You won Chopped. <laughs> like, that is, like, amazing. <laughs> okay, so you, you get on Chopped. Um, I filmed the show, so I went to Manhattan and we filmed the show right, right after Pesach, and then it aired in September. Oh my God! So from Pesach to September, zip the lip. Yeah, <laughs> I'd freak out of my mind. <laughs> yeah. It was hard, <gasps> right? Because you know you won. How long? Okay, am I allowed to ask you this? And I don't want to get anyone into trouble. Am I allowed to ask? How long does it take to film one episode? Um, it takes. One full day. Okay. Depending when you get like cut, you'll have to leave earlier or later. Okay. But you have to go like to like the place like the day before to like get settled in. They'll show you around and stuff. Right. So you have a prep day, get to yeah. know, and then cook day. Correct. Okay. That's cool. I don't want to wreck anything. Oh, yeah. And then since they're the last two people that are in, depending on how long the day was, for like if you see in the show, there's, like, the cooking part, and then there's the part where they, like, take me back to where I'm speaking about what I'm doing. So that part they filmed after whatever point you get out on. Right. So the last two people that are in, depending on how long the day is, they, like, if it goes too long and they need to, like, yeah, they need to stop it, We they come back in the next day to do the interview part of it. Oh, uh, okay. Got it, got I've it. I've always got wondered it. about that, by the way, because they interview you, the when they do those interviews, it's after you've cooked, but... You yeah. sound like it's in the middle of your cooking because that's how they edit it. Yeah. So I'm always wondering, even for the ones, I mean, you have never experienced this because you won. <laughs> but for anyone who does, doesn't win, you then go afterwards and you do that interview part as if you're still in the competition, right? Right. That's got to be tough. Yeah. yeah. Especially think kids. about that when yeah. I watch. I love watching. Shows. Yeah, yeah. You won, so you didn't have to experience that. <laughs> right. It's, it's, it's really <laughs> unbelievable. How do they accommodate the kosher? This is what, like, I'm sure all our <laughs> listeners are waiting to hear. Like, how did they set, like, this, you know, they, they, they know your rules. 
So after I got in, um, my mom, yeah, um, they, like, my mom called them to see if they, like, are going to make any accommodations, but she said, like, if you can't, like, doesn't matter, Rachel's doing it anyway, she'll go in, like, one-handed, doesn't matter. Right. Um, just not try, you just can't try it. Yeah. So they, like, they, my mom was talking to them, they are like, okay, fine, let, we'll get back to you, and then they got back to us, and they're like, so what are the standards if we want to make everything kosher? And my mom sat on the phone for hours talking Wait, to them. Wait, yours was actually kosher? Yours, yes. You had a kosher station? Yes. Uh, okay, I don't think that – that does not come across on the <laughs> set. That's amazing because they did, definitely didn't do it for Eitan or Rabbi mm. Hecht. No. So that's amazing. They yeah. had someone – they bought you brand new equipment. Yes, they bought me everything brand new. They got – they like – Made sure all the Baskin ingredients were going to be kosher. Yeah, I've, I've seen that. But actual kosher, not yeah. just like... No, 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 yeah. And then they labeled everything in the pantry with a little Huff K symbol that was kosher. Oh, my God. They I'm... made amazing accommodations, yeah. Oh, you my God. the way here. That's oh, my really God. Amazing. You are a pioneer. Thank you. Oh, my, I'm completely blown away because I know we've had... I've, I've spoken with Rabbi Hecht, who, who was on, and, of course, Eitan, Um and, and I've met some other – I met actually – what uh, I can't remember her name, so I do apologise. Um, she won Chopped. She's a vegan, vegetarian, Jewish, um, and she actually won one of the Chopped editions. She was in a chopped comp- kosher Chopped competition that I ran out in New Jersey, couple maybe back in January, and she had won Chopped, but she wasn't kosher. She was just Jewish and Jewish style, um, and, and she, you know, it, it wasn't – she want to mix meat and milk together. She kind of went that, you know, that that kind of traditional way. Um, but the fact that they did this for you is yeah, just... Yeah, it was amazing. So, like, my mom sat on the phone with them for hours discussing every single little detail, making sure everything would be, like, good for me to taste the food. Because you great. could have been chopped out right away. They said, yeah. You know? <laughs> and I like that right at the end he says, our first kosher chopped. Yeah. I thought that was amazing. Thanks. That was like, oh, wow. Okay, so at home, are you like a celeb? <laughs> yeah. Do you get stopped on the streets of Staten Island? Yeah. Stops in the streets of Manhattan? Get in there. <laughs> yeah. You'll get there. It's 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 cool. <laughs> at home, you have to take out the garbage? You're not like, you know, you still have your errands to do? Yeah. <laughs> She's still out to do the chores. I remember watching, do you remember Sarah Hughes, the, you weren't born yet probably, the Olympic gold medalist American when she won? I think I was still living here on the Lower East Side more than 15 years ago. She was a 17-year-old girl from Great Neck, New York, who won a gold medal in the Olympics. Wow. Right, so cool. And I remember watching an interview afterwards and, she goes, yeah, I still have to take out the garbage at home. You know, I might be a world, the top in the world right now of ice skating, but you still you still have your family obligations yeah. to do. How did your siblings handle all this? Um, so I have three siblings. I have um, an eight-year-old sister, ten-year-old sister, <laughs> Abby, and a four-year-old brother, Sammy, and a almost two-year-old sister, Emma. Oh, lovely. So... Abby's like my sous chef in the kitchen. She's always helping me out. And my little siblings just eat the food. Eat the food, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. So since since you won, my daughter Leora is like got a bag in her head. She wants to she wants to do go on Chopped. I gave her the book The Flavor Bible. Have you seen that book? I think I've heard of it. I said, you read this and start learning about flavors and flavor profiles and what goes together. 
and then we'll start applying. Yeah, but- actually, funny story. Um, it was Hanukkah time, and like a bunch of my family friends, we all got together and did like a Hanukkah like trading gifts, and someone got me like a huge, huge book like cooking for dummies <laughs> <laughs> and it like told me all the basics of like exactly when to flip a steak like all the like v- like very standard basics and I had like I read the entire book good for you good yeah. for you everyone should read that a good <laughs> standard yeah. okay so when did you start liking to cook so I've always been a big foodie <laughs> even <laughs> when I was little I like was ne- like I tried everything good eater um, are the other kids like this dad um no, she's a real good eater. The other one's like candy. She likes to eat food. food. Okay. I always say I'd rather have a hamburger over a nash. She yeah, was agreed. Steak when she was like three. <laughs> so awesome. I've always been like a big foodie. And then when I was about like eight years old, I started helping my mom in the kitchen, doing more like basic stuff, like decorating the cupcakes or mixing the stuff or making the salad dressings, nothing crazy. And then like as I kept cooking, my mom started trusting me more to use the oven and stuff. And I kept just cooking, and then I ended up falling in love with it. And yeah, Mel, isn't it nice when she said falling in love? We're doing this a long time, yeah. so we've kind of lost the magic a little bit. What are you talking about? No, no, no! Come on, <laughs> she's still at the beginning. Like yeah. we're doing it because we love it, and we work really hard, and we. But she's it's a business too, right? It's a business. Yeah. She. See, falling in love. I love how she said that. It's so romantic. I'm like soaking it in because my 10-year-old has been asking me, Mommy, and he's like very, he's a big foodie. And he's like yeah. sweet bread. I mean, he's like me. He loves he loves sweet breads and like all the crazy stuff. But he's been asking about cutting more things, you know, using a knife and using the oven and toaster. And I'm like soaking this all up and going, where do I start him? Because we're starting with the basics. But he's 10 already. So it's like, what's next? When do you start using a real knife, a chef's knife. Right. So I think I like really like until I was about 10 or 11, I really started cooking, like really, really cooking. And like I started, again, the more I cooked like in the kitchen with my mom, the more like she would teach me how to use the stuff so that she could trust me and show me the proper way how to do it so that I don't hurt myself. And yeah. (laughs) Right. So like Good knife advice. skills are the most important thing, I yeah. think, fundamental. Fa- I think Susie talks about that at, yeah, at the definitely. Susie Fishbein Culinary Institute. The first thing you do when you sign up, it's a three-day program in Camp Neshesh or Camp Shoshanim. It's Best under the one roof. Ever. Best camp ever. Love it. We're going to have them in the studio. Um, I already spoke to Susie this week. We started texting about my schedule for next year. Um, you know, the, Susie has set up an incredible inst- institute. I was going to say institution. <laughs> institute. Uh, it kind of looks like an institution because it's white. Yeah. <laughs> it's all white, but it is a full-on kosher, milchik teaching kitchen. And I, I've told them this before. It kills me all year that 50 week, 48 weeks a year. How many? It's empty, huh? It's empty for 40 weeks a year, yeah. right? I, wouldn't you love to go up there? You make milk, yeah. start cooking. It's sick. It's amazing. It is very cool. And you learn real skills. If anyone is interested in taking classes uh, where Rachel has taken uh, under Susie. I get to be uh, there for a few days. Um, you can go check that out on uh, Camp Nesher or Camp Shoshanim.com or .org. Probably .com, right? Um, did you find some of those classes helpful? Like- yeah, definitely. When I came home from the, the summer, like the first summer in camp when I did the culinary program, it really helped. Like, I, so, I like, oh yeah, so I only like, like, you know how you asked me about the chef's knife? So, yeah. like, before I went to camp, I, like, was using, like, paring knives, 
cutting with like little vegetables and I came home from camp and I remember and I was like, Mommy, you need to buy me all these new knives and all these new like different things. <laughs> and actually that summer I came home and my bat mitzvah was a week later. So for uh. my bat mitzvah, a bunch of people got me gift cards to like William and Sonoma and all these things. So that's like... I'm like, I had to get all the tools that they had in the culinary institute in my house so right. I could make all You could ask stuff. Susie for an equipment list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like a bridal shower. <laughs> you need a bridal shower. <laughs> One day soon. Not too soon, but soon. <laughs> yeah, too soon <laughs> in the please. right time. In the right time. Um, but, yeah, it's 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 amazing how much stuff you do need to get equipment. And you know what? Yeah. I'm still always buying stuff. <laughs> so it's a lifelong yeah. collection. And you know how many knives I've thrown out by accident? <laughs> You, they get, th- you know, wrapped up in the... Melinda's shot. What, what are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, I've lost and like Recently, I've lost. They get thrown out with a scrap, so I don't know what's happened. I've lost some knives lately. That's so you special. Have, don't do yeah, that. You have to be careful. You have to be careful. But now I have, I have those Cutco knives with my name on it. Yeah, those are pretty fun. Yeah, remember for Remember Me, me home. home. Shout out to right. you, Aviva. Um, really great knives. And she mm-hmm. actually gave me one with the Aussie Gourmet on it. Beautiful. <laughs> So, okay, so I've, did you have a big, what did you get as a prize? Are you allowed to tell us? To yeah, um, I got $10,000. <gasps> ah, put away for college. Yeah. Oh, wow. You can take a lot of culinary classes with that. <laughs> Not culinary school. I think culinary school is really expensive. Yeah. Right. I didn't go to culinary school, nor did Mel. <laughs> but um, that's really cool. Thanks. All right. What do you want to do when you get bigger because you're already grown up you're such a like mature young lady a chopped winner what um, do you want to do after after high school so i think i want to be more of like a private chef eventually um hopefully i'll make like a cookbook one day and take it slow for now <laughs> get into high school get into high school <laughs> Yes, high school. That's dad. He's like, don't worry about anything else. Just get into, get, high, get into yeah. high school. Right, right. Wait, so you're in seventh grade? Eighth grade? Eighth grade, yeah. You're in eighth grade. Okay, so this is a definitely a big year for you. Okay, I'm going to fire a bunch of questions at you. Favorite restaurant? Um, Probably The Loft. Oh, in Borough Park. Yeah. We all agree to that. Brooklyn munching is agreed. <laughs> <laughs> he only goes to through Brooklyn eating at different restaurants through his Instagram. Also, like Essen, my uncle's restaurant. Oh, Essen. Essen. Deli, Can New we get York. a shout out to them? Where are they? Um, In Brooklyn. Brooklyn? Um, yeah. We need to have dinner there. <laughs> all right, cool. All right. Favorite spice? Um, Either garlic powder or cumin. Oh! <gasps> She's a yeah, Naomi's a cuminaholic, so you just spoke her <laughs> oh language. Oh my god! Right, cumin is so underrated. Why did, why doesn't cumin go in everything? I don't know. My dad hates the smell of cumin. Oh, he hates okay, it. so I just bought freshly ground cumin in the shook. I don't know if you saw my story, yeah. but I bought it in the shook. So I came, I unpacked my bag on the kitchen, like my all my spices, and I they vacuum sealed everything for me, um, and. I had the cumin, I punched it open so I could just use a little bit for that Shabbos. And so he goes, he walks in, my husband, and goes, takes some sniffs and he goes, why does it smell like the shook in here? Yeah. <laughs> it's the best. I oh was, God, yeah, I was making salad dressing and I had like cumin season. I was crushing it with the mortal and pestle. Of and course you were. Dad, You're way above me. I have never done that. <laughs> my dad came and he's like, why does it smell so bad in here? What are you making? I love cumin. <laughs> So when I did my – cumin is new on the Pesach market. They, yes. You know, in the last four or five years, the OU has given it a hersha. So in my cookbook, I had to have cumin in it. <laughs> so Moon Pascal, my photographer, who's amazing, and you're going to love the photography in my book. I can't wait for you to get one. And and um, 
She's like, Naomi, you have to take out some cumin because they'll call your book the Cumin Pesach Cookbook. <laughs> so some of the recipes I kind of like adjusted and took out some of the cumin, but there's plenty of cumin. <laughs> I just thought, oh, my God, kindred spirits. Okay, great. What is your mum – what's your – the favourite thing that your mum makes? Oh, that's hard. Mm, <laughs> oh. My dad makes – you. while you think about it, my dad makes the best spaghetti bolognese. So I, when he was in America last Pesach and I wanted to have it in my cookbook, he makes it from his head. So I made him write everything down. We poured and measured and we got everything out and that recipe will now be in my book. So think about that. Yeah, Naomi, my favourite is my mom's mac and cheese. Which is which in my book. is adapted and in your book too. I just thought of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. It's bomb. all about your parents' favourite, like what they made you your favourite home meal. So mine would probably be her penne vodka mm. and chicken soup. <gasps> my kids would say chicken soup. <laughs> penne alla vodka. Okay, that's cool. Any yeah. any special things she puts in it? Um, The chicken soup, I know that she just lets it sit for like Hours and yes. hours and hours. Well, we could be good friends. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. Okay, good. All right. Um, what do you eat for lunch at school? These are good uh, questions. I'm like, what's in your – what's in Rachel's lunchbox? So I make salads a lot because I love salad. <gasps> good. And I usually put, like, chicken or steak on top or something. <laughs> I really love the skin. <laughs> That's awesome. And then – I cut, I have like chips usually and like some kind of like healthy snack like cut up I don't know like a pear or apple or a sliced cucumbers just like something to snack uh, on. Healthy, good balance. Yeah, and then some kind of like cookie or rice crispy bar. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, how do you like your steak? Medium rare. Medium rare. God, this kid is <laughs> oh, great. Too well cooked for me. Too well cooked. <laughs> Mel just takes a cow and walks it through a room and that's ready. It's mooing when you put it on the plate. It's yeah, pulsing, yeah. black I and like blue. Eliana likes it like that, my, my second daughter. I need a li- I like medium rare. I like in the between rare and medium rare. Right. Fish, raw. And actually beef, rare, raw. I love tartare and beef carpaccio. But just some, you know, when it's too, like, moving on the plate, it's not. <laughs> we can, like, hear it going... You cannot. You can. I cannot eat it. I cannot eat it. Okay, amazing. All right. So, uh, what was back to chopped? When they said, you know, they do that big reveal. Okay, everyone who's watching on camera. Well, you know, we have a camera, guys, on our YouTube channel, and then they do that thing, and the winner is, or you know, and they announce your name. What went through your head? Um, like, wait. Did they, did they just, like, say my name? Like, I was just, like, so shocked. And they're like, what do you have to say? And I'm like, uh, like, I was just so shocked and, like, so excited. I literally was so speechless. They, like, were like, come on, like, show us. Like, what, what are you so excited about? And I'm like, uh, I you were like, know. You're, like, in a day yeah. in headlights. It's yeah. unbelievable. Are you in touch with any of the other kids? Um, do you have, like, a little WhatsApp group going? <laughs> so Pippa, like, I've talked to her a few times. She was like, oh, congrats, like, right before the show aired. And we, like, chat a few times. Um, we all follow each other on Instagram. Oh, cute. <laughs> That's very cute. Yeah. Yeah. Lovely. It's so nice. And there was good spirits among all of you. Yeah. Did there anything go, what's kosher? Um, so they, like, we, the producers and stuff, told them beforehand, like, 
if you see the Chavkei on any of it, you can use it. Just if there's two of them, one with it and one without, try to grab the one without. But you're still allowed to grab the one with if you'd like to. Just we did it because Rachel keeps kosher, and they all pretty much knew what it was. Okay, that's I'm really happy to hear that. That's yeah. that's really nice. A lot of respect going on on, on, yeah. on set for everyone. I, I I am like blown away <laughs> that you got to be the one that yeah. you got to have real kosher ingredients. Was it a mashkiach there, or they just they, knew what to do? Yeah, they knew what to do. We like went through every single step. It worked out because like everything like we talked to the rabbi and like. They keep their ovens on four, 500 degrees between every single round. In the morning, they put it on right away for hours. They cushed so like, it out. Yeah, basically, yeah. It was wow. amazing, yeah. I'm like amazed. What paraphernalia did you get? Do you, I'm sure you got all the swag, right? <laughs> yeah. What? But, oh, from yeah, Chopped? From Chopped. From no, chopped. They, didn't, they, didn't, they don't really give you anything. They don't let you keep anything. Cause they really? Don't want, yeah. Because yeah. they think you could sell it for money or yeah. memorabilia. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Do you get to keep your apron? No. Nothing. Really? Yeah. No no chef's coat? No. Didn't Aitan able to keep a chef's coat? I yeah. No I can't remember. I thought it was allowed to keep a chef's coat. Like so, so we had an... Ago. He's so old now. I know. He's old. He's like five years ago. <laughs> it was so five years ago. But he's like rocking the scene. When right? I, yeah. When I first got in, they like sent me a chef's coat to get tailored. And then when we got there for the airing, you're like... Oh, yeah, we didn't end up using the chef's coat. And then, like, we had aprons. But I was happy because it was hot. I don't like (laughs) aprons. I don't like chef's coats. I never wear one. Yeah, they're very... It was also very hot from all the lights in there. Right. I can imagine. I was happy I didn't have a chef's coat. I don't even think about how hot it... Plus, the ovens themselves are are Yeah, some hot ovens. Okay. Those those ovens, because I actually have one at home. I don't know if it's the same one they used when we got our new oven. I'm like, that's the one they use on Chopped. I want that oven. (laughs) Oh, that's clever. so... I don't yeah, use that oven yeah. in the summer. Oh, really? Just, my whole kitchen just gets Get, gets very hot. Yeah. Amazing, yeah. amazing. Good ovens. Well, I just want to say congratulations. Thank it's you. just absolutely fantastic Thanks. that you uh, did this and you were the first chopped winner that kept kosher and that they did this for you. They made these accommodations and it's just go girl power. <laughs> you Anything you want to share with anyone about um, inspiration? If you want to go apply for Chopped, it's online. Literally, you can find it anywhere, and good luck. Okay, amazing. You've got nothing to lose, right? Yeah. I think it's great. Okay, amazing, amazing. <laughs> All right, so Mel. Yo. How's it going? What's up? You, can, you guys can sit here. Do you oh, want to maybe okay. switch, you want oh. to switch seats? I don't know. I'm happy here. We're can, good. can you see? I don't know. I'm happy. Okay. To, what's up? Do you want to uh, trade? No, I'm okay. Sometimes right, cool. we switch Let's... around. Yoni, how, how's the camera going over there? All right, fantastic. We can all sit here, continue yeah. the schmoo- continue the schmooze yeah, here. We're all comfortable. It's great. Okay, we're all comfortable. I've got, I've got. A, I'm in a really good seat. I have. Uh, Miriam's left me some sort of back support here. I have one of those in my car. It's really good. <laughs> yeah. Miriam knows I have a bad back also, so you know she gave, she left this for me to swag some some swag on the chair <laughs> some <bad laughs> to, to relax. Yep. Okay, so this is table for two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Siegel Network. I am right here on the studio on the Lower East Side. Still recovering from last week's amazing Ushalim experience. I'm here with Rachel Goldzel, Chopped Winner on Food Network. Hey, guys. This is amazing. Have a, I, hope, I hope you all enjoyed that because I thought that was just brilliant. And listening to her and getting inspired. You know, it doesn't matter how old or young you are, right? You always need inspiration and you have just filled that spot right now. Like, All right, Mel. Musa Mel. Sometimes I call her Musa Mel because on her Instagram page... Talking about inspiration, she inspires me and 
over 20,000 people every day yeah. with her walk the dog schmooze, <laughs> um, her inspirational insights, her um, be the boss kind of thing, be the best you kind of thing. And, and, and I love that. And Thank you. Yeah, friend to friend. Like I, I could get this for real in person, but I like. You do. And I do. <laughs> Every time we're in a car, if you guys are watching on Instagram, you're like, oh, Naomi and Mel are in the car together. I promise you sometime in that car ride. There's some muscle mel. I can't yeah, help myself. But, I love but it. no, but it's nice. Even like the other day, I was feeling a little down. Like I was losing followers the other day on Instagram. I'm like, what's up with that? By the way, I'm up like 30. Amazing. <laughs> Baruch Hashem. Yeah. Like it's really frustrating, right? So we get caught up in this Instagram thing where like, why did I lose followers? Why did I lose followers? Yeah. That's not normal. Who would unfollow me, right? I'm funny, right, guys? <laughs> but, you know, so you get, you take it a bit personally. So I said, Mel, why am I losing followers? So she like, it's not you. It's I'll walk the, you through it a little bit. I think we all go through it. walk me through it. it. Like, yeah. you know, it's just somehow, sometimes that's what happens. And what did you say to me? Don't worry about other people. Yeah, that's a big part of it. We always look at other people's Instagrams and see their followers. What are they doing right that I'm doing wrong? But if you're being yourself and you're being natural and not trying to be anybody else. And by the way, this is totally something I'm going to be talking about at the Jewish Food Media Conference. So if you're going to be there, you're going to a little sneak peek. But if you're comparing yourself to other people and what they're doing, and this is a great example, right? You've been on Chopped and there are other people, someone who was young who did Chopped also, but his goals, Eitan's goals are not your goals. And what you want, you could be inspired by somebody else and see what they're doing to give you, you know, like just give you like such that, that drive, but your goals are your goals. Right. And it doesn't matter if, if you're in the food business or any business, yeah. radio business or car mechanic business or electric mechanic. Yeah, yeah, I don't exactly. know. I need a new Any car. business that you're in and you're always going to have other people who are doing the same thing as you or who are going to start doing it after because they're inspired by you. But right. your goal, you are completely unique no matter what. You were created to be exactly you and nobody, not even your kids, nobody out there is like you. Right. So when you have your goals, God. just yours. Yes. Oh my gosh. So no matter what, even if your goals are similar, when you look at someone and go, oh, but they have what I want, it doesn't matter because they're still completely different from you. So if you see someone with more followers or less followers, you're, you are going for something different than they're going for, even if it's in the same arena. So it's like, Naomi, I look at you and I look at your number of followers and the, the accomplishments that you have in your life and the things that you've done that are so great. I know I'm like, Stroking your ego, but it's true with the radio show and catering and traveling the world and everything that your inspiration and and yeah, it's it's and almost two. We're on our second cookbook, not we. I just Naomi. No, no, I feel like I'm a part of it. It's my yes, baby too. Yes, it. She is that all of these massive, massive accomplishments. That at the end of the day, if you have eighteen thousand followers or twenty thousand or fifty thousand, look what you're doing. Right. No, I. And everybody you know, should look at every that. Every once in a while, you need to hear it for yourself. But yeah. <laughs> I'm always happy to give that. You know, sometimes you want somebody who's a good listener, and then you want to know, you want to know that somebody's listening to you, so they're not, when you're speaking, when you are having an issue, when you're frustrated, that they can listen. But that if you really want to hear the positivity, you can say that. Right. You need to hear that right now. And no matter what you you know field you're in, and we've got something coming up very special soon. Yep. Um, I've had Mel on for this every year. So besides Mel being a very big inspirational speaker, a health coach. Okay, she herself has changed in the last two over seven hundred people in the last couple of years. Seven hundred. Seven hundred. Is that mm-hmm. the number that you're up to now? A I remember when you started this. Yeah. People that have gotten healthy within me, business. me and Svi are two of them. That's right. Um, Myself you, included. You, you know, your husband, your mm-hmm. friends, your family. Mm-hmm. It's just amazing. People, people who you don't country. know. People yeah, over the right. country. Mm-hmm. Um, you are someone to watch on Instagram to get inspiration. But m- besides that, out of the, let's take it 
more globally, we're panning out and to show more of Melinda. Um, she started seven years ago. The It was called the Jewish Food Bloggers Conference. Kosher, Kosher Food, Food Bloggers, Bloggers with my cousin Shelly Atlas. Shelly Serber. That was her maiden name. I still call her Shelly Atlas. Yeah, shout out they, to Shelly. They started, they started this conference together because they saw the need. Why don't you talk about what... Actually, gosh, I'll remember exactly. We were at Fairway, Shelly and I. We were at Fairway. We went on a whole drive together. We were talking about how there was something missing. That when we started our blogs, because Shelly used to have a blog. This is before Instagram. Way before Instagram. This was like Twitter, Facebook land. No Pinterest. Pinterest didn't exist yet either. And we... It was simple Facebook land when you actually knew your people that you were friends with. (laughs) And I had a community of of bloggers that I was a part of that weren't Jewish. It was a totally... And we really helped each other grow our blogs. And we felt like... There was something missing. We didn't have that in the Jewish community yet. So we decided we were going to start a conference to get everybody together, to network, to learn how to grow our business. Because when you talk to other people, that's how you learn. Like the three of us are sitting here, you know, talking. And I can't even tell you how many things I've learned just from this, from three people. So getting a lot of people in a room together means that you're going to learn from a lot of people. You're going to grow. What do I say, Naomi? I mean, you like to... I always quote Mel, <laughs> and now she's quoting me, quoting her. Yeah. We yeah. all grow together. Yeah, we grow better when we grow together. And it's so, so true. You can't get to the top alone. Even if you think you can, you're going to get up there, but you're not going to get as far as you want. So we started this conference. It was the Kosher Food Bloggers Conference back in the day. And a couple years ago, actually, I believe last year may have been the first time that we changed it to the Jewish Food Media Conference to make it bigger. It's not a kosher exclusive thing. It's a Jewish event for everyone to get together and network and be a part of a community and learn because we have speakers. We have incredible speakers every single year that come. We've got a sick, sick lineup this year. Go to jewishfoodmedia.com to get the whole lineup. I'm actually going to be posting. Can we talk about that lineup? We can. It's funny. I have it all pulled up. I'm like, I do not want to forget anybody. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So we have. Well, Rachel is coming, and she's going to be in attendance. Um, How far? Staten Island to New Jersey is not too far. 30, 40 minutes. Fantastic. Better than us. (laughs) It's going to be at Factory 220, which is in Passaic. It's an incredible location. Great Wi-Fi. Great parking. I was going to say, because every year year that's hard. The floors, the windows, everything about it is beautiful. And the food's going to be great, too. It's just going to be it's such a great room i can't even like can't even when we walked it. in so there good. the other day Mel, melinda and i went on thursday to check it out oh, we were freaking out it's gorgeous <laughs> yeah, we were freaking out but so it's all those things are really great about it but it could be the worst room on the planet and you're still going to have the best time because of the speakers and the networking so and you're going to see that when you come rachel it's so great uh so we have so i'm going to be speaking this year this is the first time that i'm actually putting myself in there to speak and i'm really excited about it i usually give like a little intro but i'm like you know what I like to talk and I like to inspire and I want to give everybody that prep when you're starting this event of really how, you know, the way that you're mi- open your mind before all the other speakers jump in. So you're going to get a little bit of me. We have some great sponsors that are going to be speaking to. So working on all that. So you'll hear about that soon. We have Aton Bernath. Speaking of Aton, he's getting a lot of shout outs today. So Aton um, is going to be speaking at the event. We have uh, Miriam Pascal from Overtime Cook. Photographer for Perfect Flavors. And perfect for Pesach. (laughs) And Sam Adler from Frosting and Fettuccine, they're actually going to be speaking side by side. There's going to be one and then the other and then an incredible Q&A. They are both so good at their photography. So you guys get it, check out their, you know, you could start by checking out their Instagram. Right, but can we just say food photography is so important, getting a really good picture of your food, especially when it's posted on an Instagram or We're going to be focusing on Instagram, not necessarily on having the big fancy camera because the reality is that not everybody has that. And at the end of the day, it starts with, really right now, 
starts with Instagram. That's right. where they see you first. I, I don't want. I, I Melinda gave me a class, and me and Amy Ross a class. We went to Costco, bought these fancy cameras. I literally returned it one week later. Yeah. I'm like, this is not for me. Mm-hmm. This iPhone is so good. This new one, <laughs> save some of your butt mitts for money. I mean, it will eventually in two, three years get outdated any case. That's life, yeah. but so do the cameras. Yeah. Get, I think iPhone photography is amazing. I actually want to take some courses that Apple gives in iPhone yeah, photography. Yeah, and so really also. start here. You know, Miriam and Sam, it's a lot of it. I know Sam specifically is me talking about the look and the vibe of your actual Instagram page because when people go, that's where they go first. And I can tell you I do it too. If I go to somebody's page and it looks not so cute, I'm not following because I, want, I don't want to just know that their food is good because you know what? There are a lot of people out there who do the exact same thing as us. They make good food. How do each? How does each of us stand apart? And that's something that you want to give off that vibe through your Instagram. So they're going to be focusing on that and mood and lighting and all this really great stuff. Specifically, again, talking about Instagram. I mean, that's going to be the main focus of Instagram. Then we also have Mal- Malky Skolnick. Who's who that? Is, so she is, how did I miss that? So she's our newbie this year, guys. She, oh, no, good. Malky is coming out Even of the I don't know this. So Malky actually reached out to me, and I love I love anyone who reaches out with the initiative who fills a need. That is really important. You want to fill a need. You want to add value no matter what you're doing. So Malky, that's funny, I have it pulled up, but she is the founder. Go to poweryouredge.com. And her main thing is that she um, – she is email marketing magician, but we're not going to be focusing on email marketing. What she's going to be focusing on is that you can have an Instagram account and you could build your business through Instagram, but you got to have a landing page. You got to have a website. You have to have, because at one point down the line, Instagram is, is I've okay, said Instagram, this I hope from- you're not listening, but Instagram at some point is going to take a backseat to something else. Right. Like, like, like it, Facebook did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, you could only have 4,000. I've right now like three and a half, four thousand 4,000 Facebook friends. I only know about 100 yeah, of them for limits. real. Yeah. But I have 18,000 followers on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what's going to be the new thing? Yeah. I'm a big believer. And be everywhere. Instagram is everywhere. everything. Yeah. So she's really going to be focusing on, on talking about that. Because I know a lot of people coming are going to be our Instagrammers. They're on Instagram. They're food bloggers just on Instagram. And it's really having a landing page and it's going to be I'm really excited about what she's going to talk about because it's something very new oh my gosh look who's up next um Naomi Nachman right there oh yeah jewishfoodmedia.com page beautiful picture by the way so the last thing that we're going to have is a blogger Q&A like totally unscripted totally unplugged we will have some things that they're going to focus on but get ready with your questions Naomi Nachman Danielle Renov myself I'm including myself in this one and Aton Bernath is going to be on that. I have a few other people have asked. We're waiting to see if they'll jump in. Don't want to give anything away there. But that's the lineup of uh, speakers. And then after that, we also have, if you're coming to the conference, at the end of it, we have a noshing and networking event that's going to happen for an hour. Why? Because an hour after the conference is going to be Naomi's cookbook launch for Perfect Flavors. So we're making it just a whole big day event. They're separate tickets if you're listening and you're wondering, uh, but you can get all of the information on jewishfoodmedia.com, including the link to tickets for Naomi's event. Thank you, Mel, for Woo. that. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, so we've got, uh, just want to explain that the end of Melinda's event, we've got this hour. So if you are coming to Kosher Food, Jewish, Jewish Media. Food Media, yeah. now you threw me because I finally <laughs> had it right. If you're coming to Jewish Food Media Conference and then you're coming to mine, there's an hour in between. So we're setting up this whole – because I love networking, it's like my middle name. And and I think it's so important for, you know, to be everywhere, to be seen everywhere, um, you know, yeah. to, to – uh, 
have everyone come together. So we're going to have a whole tasting table. If you are, have a product, a food product, that you want to try and be there, um, just let me know. Reach out to me, um, Naomi at NachamSiegel.com. You need to put it on my phone, Yoni. <laughs> <laughs> or you can always reach out to Melinda at JewishFoodMedia.com. Um, yeah, yeah. We're working together. So let us know if you're interested in, in being a part of either of our event because it's a chance to have your product in front of a lot of influencers' right. faces. So if that's you, what you want. So to if you about. want us to, you know, if you want, if you, there's no fee, just yeah. send us your product and we'll put it out for all the people at the conference to try. And then they go right into this book launch, um, which is going to be so exciting. Like I can't believe it <laughs> that this all came together. So, so um, why the name change, Mel? Uh, we actually talked about this last year too. Right, I right. I, I, you know, for people yeah. that I don't know, or like for I didn't know we'd had a new and a name, you so, know, a different name at one point. When it was kosher food bloggers, um, tell me how we're doing on time. By yeah, the way, no, no, you know we're me, good. Girl, we're I'll good. Go on forever. Yeah, you can. You, and you can. We, no, we have. <laughs> we have okay. fifteen minutes left. So, so when it was kosher food bloggers, um, number one, it, it, obviously you think of the name kosher. So everybody who was coming was like. I don't keep kosher. Can I come? And it's like, of course you could be there. And bloggers. Right. A lot of people out there in the Jewish food professional world are not bloggers. Or there's the confusion with Instagram and blogging. And what if I don't have a blog? And so I realized that I wanted to be more broad. I wanted everyone to know they could be there. Kosher or not, because that doesn't matter when you're when you're building your brand. I mean, it, you know, matters what, what your goal is, is what matters to you. So you don't have to be kosher to be there. So I wanted to change the name so that everyone knew they could be there. Jewish food media. It's for Jewish food media professionals. If you're a chef, if you're a cookbook author, if you're what else is out there? If you're a blogger, on, you're on Instagram. You're, you're a vlogger. I always forget about what's bloggers. a vlogger. That's someone who does video. It's like video blogging on YouTube and things like that, which I stink at. So Eitan Bernat does those a lot. Yeah, okay. Another Eitan. This can how many times we've we've uh, should we get give him a shout shots? out. Shots, shots for I know we have thir you're 13 right Rachel don't take any shots <laughs> but the rest of us every time we say Aton, it's shots of water because <laughs> I don't drink enough water Mel Linda water is always you. screaming at me you need to yeah. drink more ready ready Aton, I'm gonna take a drink ready okay all right I don't have any water to drink <laughs> whose is that oh there's a water uh, yeah that looks really fancy oh, there's, there's water, water right I there. think this might be Miriam's I don't go anywhere without my water I know I'm so bad yeah I know what? I know working on it I know I'm at least trying I'm trying water a day oh my every God. Day. In my life, I haven't had eight cups of water in one day. We're gonna we're gonna work on it. Yeah, I'm trying. Oh, I'm yeah. trying. You got it. We'll do it. Not when we're on the road. It's a goal. It's a goal. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So keep going. Oh gosh. What else do we have about the conference? Uh, you know, we talked about sponsorships. I think that it's so important for companies to know again that we're gonna have around 150 people here this year, and every person in attendance is there because they want to grow their business. And within our world, growing our businesses means working with companies. <sighs> That's really, really key. I mean, not for everybody, right? Everybody has their own thing. But a lot of people say, well, how do you make money as a blogger? I uh, love that question because I'm like, I, don't, I mean, you know, people will say, well, how much do you make? And I'm like, well, do you're a lawyer. How much do you make? Right? This right. is my business. You know, within health coaching, too, people always want to ask me, well, Mel, how much do you make? I'm like, that's, a, that's an interesting question that you're asking me now. I'm happy to share how I make my money. But and I'd love to be very open about the fact that within blogging, we all have different ways that we make money, but right. working with companies is a very, very yes. big way and a fun way of earning money while working with companies that you love and being authentic. That's key. I, I want to say I, I, it's really important. You know, I've worked with a lot of companies and I always say this is a sponsored ad 
or if I'm not saying it, it's because I just like it and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm trying it and I'm ha- just having fun with it. Mm-hmm. But if I am being paid for something, I will say this is yep. a paid sponsorship, you yeah. know, or ad, a collaboration, something, you know. And we think- will be talking about that at the conference too. And right. it's not, I, I like to give people the benefit of the doubt on a regular basis because I also know that there's a lot of um, lack of education and which is again why the conference was another reason the conference was started was just based on that the fact that there's so much we don't know I mean right. constantly no matter how much we know there's always more that we don't and I think for a lot of people it's not realizing that you are supposed to mention when something is sponsored when you get something for free because it builds trust people right. trust you and they know when I talk about something because it's coming from here if I bought something at Gourmet Lot that I just thought was really fun I don't need to write not sponsored because right. when something's sponsored, you know. Right, right, you right. Know. Did you see my cauliflower thing last night with the cauliflower Ooh, those pretzels? pretzels. Ooh, Did good. you see that? Yeah, the cauliflower pretzels? Yep. Like, right? Like, I was just a gummy glad I just gave them a shout out because, hey, I really like them. <laughs> my husband did not. Oh, I think they're so good. Full disclosure. My 10 year old likes them. <laughs> it goes like this it tastes like cauliflower. <laughs> he, he loves pretzels. So, yeah. when a pretzel tastes like cauliflower, you know, he didn't He didn't really appreciate it, but I thought it was great. I want to have it with hummus. I'm actually really hungry right now. So, yeah, I would like to eat that with some hummus. That'd be yum. I know, we brought no food. Again, I, I brought bars. I brought, yeah. some, I brought some stuff in my purse. I always carry yeah, on yeah. extra things. We, we, we always like to eat on the show, but, you know, sometimes it, there's a no food show. So I'm, I'm sorry. You know, like, if I, we said to bring food, maybe we'd have brought I know. Something. We've actually, in this studio, I'm telling Rachel, because hopefully she'll be back a few times in her <laughs> career, many times to join us here, um, give us updates. But, um. We've cooked steaks here. We've cooked duck breasts. We've made bread. We've had bread and uh, homemade bread. We've made butter with chayseri. Remember when Matt, Steam, Josh Madsen from Nobo was on the show and he made he set up in the corner a kitchen and made those steamed the buns steamed buns for bao buns. I'll never forget that. that oh my so god, fun. they were amazing. Why can't we get bao buns on a regular basis at any restaurant? I and, wish I wish yeah. they did more. I wish and they're really not difficult it. to make. I actually have on my website. I have a Do steamed you? bun recipe. They're so good. I, I used to make them for buns. appetizers every week because they they actually reheat fairly nicely. So oh, really? I used to make them all the time. Yeah. Oh, can we? Okay, we have would to talk like about that. Yeah, we could definitely do that together. Yeah, because yeah, I would like sure. to learn how to do that. I like to learn, and you tell me, Rachel, how you like to when you're learning. You want to learn a new skill in cooking, right? How do you go about that? Um, so either I will get inspired by someone who did it, and like I'm like, oh, that looks really good. Like, let me try that. Or I will like. On random, like this past, what was it? This past Sunday, um, no, the lemon ring. Yeah. So when I was in Canada after the summer, we were like in the outlet mall, and they had this like little kitchen store. So I went in, and I'm like, I found this like tart pan thing. So I'm like, oh, I never made like a tart before. Let me grab it. So I grabbed the tart pan, and then uh, last week on Sunday, it was right after Yantif, so the kitchen was done. No one was using it. I'm like, yes. okay. And I just got a KitchenAid for my birthday in the summer, so I was really excited <laughs> Don't you to love hearing it. that at 12 years? I got a KitchenAid for my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> so I made, like, lemon meringue pie. I made everything from scratch. The Best dough, the curd. Yeah? Oh, oh, yeah. I'm oh, happy. Yes. I love Whatever, We should be eating lemon meringue pie now, but that's yeah. fine. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. Fine. It's okay. Next time she'll bring it on the show. <laughs> I'm sure. 80% of it. Yeah, so I made like a lemon meringue tart pie thing, and it was so good. <gasps> did, you have, did you have a torch, a blowtorch to do the top? No, I, I, put, it, t- I put it in the oven on broil. 
Ah, uh, excellent. You've got to be so careful. You don't want to burn Time that. Time yeah. for a blowtorch for uh, her birthday. Okay, we, we know what we're going to get you. Oh, my wife, she already ordered one. Nice. Uh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. What was the hardest thing you had to learn how to make? Um, Lemon meringue pie. <laughs> <laughs> it would probably be sauces in general. Because when I had Ooh. my private chef over, he like told me that like in restaurants, the sauce job is like whoever's the best chef in that restaurant is going to be on sauces because sauces are a very complex thing to make because you have to put the flavors together and it's just like a bunch of different components put together that have to work out very perfectly. So like that's the one thing I really want to work it's on. It's food science. Yeah. Because that's literally exactly. science. The butter's got to go in. I mean, yes. it, you know, they use butter in everything. We, <laughs> we can only use it when we're going milking. But the butter's got to melt. You've yeah. got to add in the flour at just the right time for the right roux. You've got to cook the flour and the butter long enough so it doesn't taste floury. Then you've exactly. got to build on that. So which is your favorite sauce? Do you have a favorite um, sauce that you've tried, that you've made, that you learned to make with him? I really like... I like cheese sauces a lot. Uh, okay, you had us at cheese sauce, yep. <laughs> um, like, I think, oh yeah, so I went to this like cooking demo with Esty Wolby. Oh, we love Esty Wolby! <laughs> so she made like um, fry, it was by Hanukkah, so she made like fried um, ravioli with this cheese sauce and it was so good. Oh, uh, yeah, Esty <laughs> is just, isn't she a great entertainer? Besides yeah. being a good cook, she's a great entertainer. <laughs> she is, yeah. She's adorable. I've done a road trip with her. We went out to um, Washington to do a TV segment together, and she's just an adorable person. <laughs> Beautiful inside and out. Um, and she makes a great cheese sauce. And makes, a, But everything she does is quick, simple, yeah. easy. She has a great show on kosher.com. Easy does know. it. Is that what it is? Yeah, I think it's easy does it. I watch them all. I always forget the names of them. No. Right. Well, Mel and I did a show together. we got to do a show together. <laughs> Would you do that? Not, you in? Kosher.com. Here we come. Naomi and Rachel. Okay, what are we going to make? I don't know. <laughs> okay, are you a Milchix or a Flashix person? You're going to teach Naomi how to make lemon meringue pie. <laughs> no, no. I can, I can. That's one dessert I can make. Oh. We need to make something different together. Fair enough. Right. Oh, we have to think. Okay. <laughs> but uh, you, do you like Milchix or Flashix? Um... It depends my mood, but I like I, steak a lot. I've heard steak and I've heard cheese yeah. sauce, so I don't know which. It's which both. One. It's like I love cheese and I love steak. It's like we, we just can't have them together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, cool. But no, seriously, I would love to. I'd love to do some uh, a show with you, and okay. that'll be so cute on kosher.com. Um, okay, so this is amazing. Um, do you cook for your siblings? I cook for my whole family. Whenever I make something, my dad calls all his. Oh, my aunts, my uncles, his friends, they all come over and eat the food and they're like, oh, this is so good. Yes, Staten Taste Island testers. is getting closer, isn't it, Mel? <laughs> <laughs> it used to be that whole belt in Verizon and now we'll just be over in a jiffy. Come on over anytime. Sure. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Yeah, nice. We love Staten Island. Uh, so nice, so nice. Okay. Wait, so how do you have time with schoolwork? Because this is a big one, right? I, I can hear Melinda going on. And, yeah. and food and cooking for your entire family on the regular. So so depending on the like day or my week in school, I usually cook dinner like a few times a week if I don't like depending on the day it all depends on like what's going on. But I usually like will cook dinner or I'll help my mom cook dinner if I'm very busy and then on the weekends I cook a lot like on Sundays that's when I really like to su- Sunday Saturday nights that's when I like cook and recipe test kicks us out of the kitchen. Yeah, I like that. Exactly. Does she and- clean up? Most of the time. I always <laughs> you tell do, I'd be like somebody else, dude. I cooked. You I, clean. I, that's what my dad says to my 
mum. My dad says, I'll make a great meal. My mum goes, oh, that means I've got to clean up. <laughs> yeah, my mum hates But I But I, I, te- I teach Leora, cleaning up is part of cooking. Right? Yeah. At this stage of her life, and yeah. she wants to make brownies, and she loves to make Susie Fishbine's brownies for kids <laughs> in the kitchen all the time. But I tell her, just because I have help in the kitchen, I've earned that right because I have a job. <laughs> if you don't have a job, you've got to clean up after yourself. That's what my parents always tell me because whenever I cook, I make a huge mess. Okay, so Melinda, can you give us some tips on – I'm serious about this. Yes. Melinda is the cleanest cook I know and maybe the cleanest and tidiest and organised person I know. <laughs> Seriously, like just – it's not because we're French. It's, I'm telling the truth. I'm pretty clean. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, she's a bit organised and neat. Yeah. How to give me and Rachel some tips on how to stay on top of making the kitchen a big mess. Well, I've definitely learned from my father on this one because he cleans up as he goes. And I think that's a really big part of it is cleaning up as you go because it's very easy when you're cooking. Unless you're in a rush. Listen, there are times I am not perfect. There are times where my entire kitchen is covered. <laughs> but it's really when I'm in a rush and I can't like get between. But if I'm doing a few things at a time but I can put something away, like if I'm using a KitchenAid and I finish with it, I'm making a dough. Actually, dough I do by hand, but um, I will put it away before I continue. If I'm using flour and I need, I know I'm done with it. I'm gonna put it away so that your can you wipe down the container? I do. You know, I I may or may not chase after Naomi when I'm cooking with her with paper towels, wiping things away. Uh, I try to keep things off the floor. Like I'm very messy. (laughs) You know what? But I move at lightning speed. You do. I move. I move very fast. You can't do personal chef to personal chef. (laughs) Yeah. You can't. If you're not quick. Time is money. You've yeah. got to be quick. You've but got you to can, move quick. You can practice being quick, and this is for Naomi. quick and You'll neat. Learn it, right, quick and neat at the same time. It's really like or you just hire someone. <laughs> sure, you can have someone who's cleaning up after you, but it's true. No, it's no, true. no. I, I know all the yeah. I right. Do. So when I cook really by myself, I'm neat. Cleaning up after yourself, making sure when you put things away that they're clean, because I know it sounds so easy, but it does happen that you know sometimes things get put away in there. Uh, you know, they're. I actually they're don't messy. put things away in my cupboard till they're clean. I always wipe down my honey. I wipe down my flour. Yes. The Pam always has sticky things the after vanilla. you've used. Vanilla. Some things just they get that little drip on them, and if you're not careful, it can make such a big mess that you end up you end up wasting time later cleaning it. And up. you get ants. You get it. Yes. You get true. ants. If yes. you don't clean up, you yeah. get ants. Yeah. When I, yeah. When I cook, my mom, like, if I like. I don't remember. I think I was once baking something and I was in a really big rush. So, like, I put the cornstarch away and it ended up getting everywhere and stuff. And my mom and my dad always send me pictures of, like, why didn't you clean up this time? What didn't you didn't close this all the way? Now it went on the floor, like all these things. Right, but but we all learning that. It, yeah. No matter how young or old we are, we always just have to stay on top of being neat. So right, and putting things back where they came from, right? So spices. I will fully admit that when my husband's like, "Oh, let me go get a spice," I'm like, "No, <laughs> I got it." Like there's certain things where I will ask for help in the kitchen. I, I just personally with my spices, I take them. Very personally, yeah. I want to know where my garlic powder is at all my, times. Like yeah, you yeah, said, yeah. Garlic powder, probably one of my favorite things in my entire spice cabinet besides smoked so, paprika and salt. And well, salt, salt sits out. Salt yeah. sits out in a really right. cute little container that I got at Marshalls, and it's permanently kosher. Kosher salt is permanently out of my counter. If you heard me say kosher salt, check your table salt. Say goodbye, bye bye. But the kosher salt sits permanently out with pepper also because those go on. Everything. Everything with garlic powder. <laughs> with well, the garlic powder is a maybe, but I it's alpha, also a lot. my spices are alphabetized. Yeah, but the garlic powder is right up the front. Mm-hmm. I have a special place for and cinnamon. Garlic. Oh, cinnamon! I love cinnamon. <laughs> yeah, okay, I got. Fine. Some. I'm getting excited about it. But yeah, it's it's really just putting things back where they belong and cleaning up as you go. Don't okay. wait till the end because it actually ends up taking longer 
and if you do it as you go. Great words of advice from Melinda Strauss. Always, always great having Melinda in, in the studio. Love being here. And in the car and on the Instagram and <laughs> on her conference. I hope you'll all join us at her conference and my book launch, Rachel Goldsall. Am I saying it right, Goldsall? Okay, because I've got this crazy accent, so like I don't – like. Yanni's name is Yoni in America, but he's Yoni in Australia. So I say Yoni and I have to like, Yoni breaks my teeth. But he, he, he totally gets it, you know. He's a good sport about it. Okay, this is Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachman Siegel Network. We had an incredible hour with Rachel Golzel, the winner from Chopped on Food Network, Melinda Strauss, Jewish Food Media on uh, Jewish Food Media, Kitchen Test on Instagram, Health Coach, great friend. Thank you so much for coming on. Wishing everyone Shabbat Shalom. Take care. Thank you.